making move, Javante Davis. Living young, got room for patience. This a dope podcast. It ain't drugs when we move the bases. Houston, we got a problem. Taking off like the Rockets. This a three man weed coming at you with topics. Mr. the Henny with logic. Baby, showtime's back. You slow, catch up. You run a four now flat. It's imperative. Transitioning from changing the narrative. You can catch this wave from the Marlins to the Mariners. Doing things you can't believe. It's the three man week. Come at you with topics. No, you cannot stop it. Doing things you can't believe. It's the three man week. We come at you with topics. No, you cannot stop it. What's going on, good people? Y'all already know who it is. It's your one, two, Favorite guys, <laughs> uh, as y'all can see, you know, Cannon had a you know personal you know issue. He you know hold it down. I had a personal issue last week, so you know we do what we do. You know, say so we can still do that. Not on duty. You know, give and go. You know, say so the two the two man game. You know, spot up in the corner. I'm a spot up running thing in transition. Spot you know, say three man weave. Y'all already know who it is. It's episode. Yeah, one something, one something. <laughs> but you know, uh, I want to thank everybody. This is our uh, finale of the NFL divisional series. Uh, they say that this is the toughest division in football. So, is that why we left it last? Is that why we left it last? No, I mean, it, it ain't why we left it last. I can, <laughs> I, can, I can say why we left it last, but it ain't but why no, we left it last. We could have capped. We could have capped right there. Y'all <laughs> cut the cap. You know, it's like a guy can and says, y'all know y'all can catch us on all major podcast platforms, Three Man Weave, Instagram, Twitter, Three Man Weave underscore. We are also on Twitch and TikTok, Three Man Weave underscore. You know, you can email us at podcast.3.man.weave at gmail.com. We got some day ones on here, um, bro. Oh, that's what I like to hear, man. You we know. got some day one supporters, man. You know, if you day one support, you know, we try to, you know, we're saying we try to give it, re- reciprocate it back. I don't even know if that was supposed to have been right. No, but it's okay. It, it was close. It, it was, was close. close. I could have just left it. The word was kicking your ass, but, you know, you fought it, back. Oh, it, it won. Yeah, you did a little Tyrone Woodley. Not like not like Shannon did. Tyler Definitely, but let's go ahead and bring our guys on real quick. All right. Let's get it. First off, here representing them San Francisco 49ers. Mm-hmm. I got Faithful. What's going on, Reef? How you doing, my, my my good brother? Thank you, fellas. I'm feeling great, man. Wonderful to be on the show, man. It's, it's about time. You know, it's been a long time coming. I'm finally on the weave. <laughs> I'm ready to talk. I'm ready to debate. Let's go. And it's uh, a lot so you know I'm ready. Uh, okay. <laughs> That's so, so here, let's do our next guest. We got, you know, a day one, day one supporter. You know, he got it out the mud with us. Out the you know, mud. He was repping them St. Louis Rams. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if he was a Ram when they was in L.A. first off. But I do know he a Ram supporter, Ram fanatic, one of the real Ram fans that I can vote for, Zy Guy Kenny. What's going on, good brother? What's going on, fellas? What's going on? Man, super, super proud of what y'all got going on, man, like you said. Seen it from day one to see where it's at now. See the growth, man. Proud of y'all, man. Y'all doing y'all doing y'all things. So I'm I'm happy to be on, man. Blessed to be on. Much appreciated. Appreciate Much appreciated, man. You fresh from <laughs> Vegas, right? 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. A little summer league had to had to be out there, so yeah. back home now. So that was a subtle flex, subtle flex. You know, if people don't know, <laughs> people don't know that you are NBA referee out here. You know, and like I said, you got it out the mud. We we remember when you was you know doing rec games. <laughs> now, like I say, yeah. now you you up there, G League. NBA, Summer League, hey, what's yeah. next? What's next? Yeah. We just working, man. Trying to climb the ladder, see where we go, man. That's mm-hmm. it. We just working. Absolutely, yes, man. That's a beautiful thing, man. Reef, you were just in town, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another successful Deer Summer, huh? Yeah, man. Deer Summer Barbecue. At Official Deer Summer Barbecue. If you guys haven't gotten a chance, check out the page. we got a lot of uh, dope events and installations in store for guys. Let's go. I'm going to tell you like hey. this, man. <laughs> my body ain't built for dear summer no more. <laughs> I, I, I know my limits, and I know I don't want to be laid out somewhere on the street because I ain't trying to be a meme or I ain't trying to be like, hey, can y'all take like this? Like me in New York? Like me in- okay. <laughs> my, bo- my body different, B. I'm breathing <laughs> different. Yeah, it's different. Yeah, you know I mean, uh, so if you can't handle it, stay your ass at home. It's a, this <laughs> look, it, it say barbecue, but this ain't your family reunion. If you yeah. dig what I'm saying, mm-hmm. this ain't Johnson family vacation, baby. Nah, 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 nah. This, this, this ain't that. So if, if you can't handle it, hey, be your ass somewhere else. Now, as the people know, this is uh, NFC West. Uh, Obviously, you know, we're missing the two representatives, you know, the Seahawks and the Cardinals. We could not find their fans. So, you don't need them. We tried. Like, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's what I said, too. I mean, okay. is, is there any other any other teams in the division? I mean, we, 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 we let the 49ers here just because they always the ones that give us problems sometimes in the division. But everybody else, I don't, I don't, I don't know if there's anybody else in the division. I mean, to us. Yeah, but. yeah. yeah I mean, I mean, I'll, I don't remember the last time the Rams beat us, but y'all, y'all definitely hold it down for the division. So I got to uh, I mean, we, we got to get y'all a couple of wins every now and again. You know, McVay, you know, that's his homeboy. So, you know, he, he know y'all losing. So, like, man, we're going to be in the playoffs. We got to throw y'all a bone. So, you know, okay. but, you know, we got to do what we got to do. Okay, I like the energy. So. <laughs> I'm loving it. I'm loving it. We were just going to let y'all go for it. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say, hey, look, go ahead, take, do that. I, I really told you, I'm going to die regardless. I'm not the president today. Let him know. Let him know. Let him know. You know what? I am just going to sit back, and I am going to let all that happen. Why the, why the energy already up? But who's going to win the division? Let's go. And why? why? Code it? I mean, we, 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 we know. The division, the division was won in Cabo. When when the competition started between who was going to get Stafford, you know, it was McVay, you know, it was 49ers coach, it was a bidding war. I mean, we won out. So, I mean, that, the division was won there. I mean, if you want to be honest, I don't, I would, we got to play the season, I mean, based off techn, technicalities and stuff, but I mean, it, the division was run right there. So, well, see, I, I'm going to take a much more humble approach to it because <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't. I'm not sure if my Niners are going to win the division, just being honest. And to be 100% clear, the NFC West is the toughest division in the <laughs> So with that being said, I'm not going to sit, put my team on on the radar as like a target on our back. We're coming off a year where we just had a million injuries to like keep positions. So we got a lot of guys coming back from injury. You know, we got, of course, we got freaking uh, – Bosa coming back, and then we got my man D4, who's been injured since he's got there off and on. Um, 
But if we got the D-line straight, man, I think that we can be a real problem. I think we can make noise. But to to win the division, I, I could probably give it to the Rams. I mean, we're the only one in the division that really give them a problem. You know, they pretty much uh, – they pretty much do their thing. For us, our biggest struggle is is, is Arizona. I think I've spoke to Hill about that. Yeah. Um, Kyler just gives us a problem. I'm not worried about the Rams, but I think they'll handle the rest <laughs> of the division, though. Know? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know what it is, man. They 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 seem to have our number. I mean, I, I don't know what it is. I was actually at the last game. We probably won. It was that Thursday night game oh. uh, when we went out there, and it was like 40-something to 40-something. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That, but it's always a tough battle no matter, you know. And I think that's how it, it, it is with us in Seattle. Like, we could be a two-win team, but for whatever reason, I mean, Seattle is just something, something about that matchup. That's always like, what y'all say, match, matchup, matchups make fights sometimes. So whatever it is that they got going on, they, they got something that we need to, to get straight tightened up. But it's always going to be a good game every time we play them. So, so I know – you kind of conceded saying, you know, you think the the Rams are the, the, the top dogs in the division currently. But who's the best coach in the division? Mm. I mean, if you want to go, it depends on how recent you're speaking. I mean, if you want to go longevity, of course, you're going to go Pete Carroll. He's been to two Super Bowls uh, and won one. Um, up and coming, I probably will have to say, if you're going to go more recent, I would go success, which is wins. So I would give it to McVeigh, to be honest. I mean, I speak to, I speak to him pretty frequently and voice my opinions about how I feel about Shanahan. I think he's a, I think he's a great offensive mind mm-hmm. and a great coach. But there's some things where I don't like that he does, not just offensively, just like additions to the team and things like that. The cohesiveness. He's building his own thing though. But at this point, it's like, how long are we gonna wait for a, a, a rebuild? You know, because we've been in there for so long. We're going currently, I'll give it to McVay, man. That dude is super innovative, you know, and he puts pieces. He got, he puts his guys in a position to win, to be honest, at every position, you know. So yeah. I'm interested to see how he does with Stafford. I mean, I'm not really scared of Stafford. I wanted him, but I'm not yeah. really scared of Stafford. <laughs> I'm facing Stafford, yeah. honestly. But we'll yeah. see. I feel like that's a, uh, that's a tough question. I, I agree with him, you know, longevity-wise. Carroll, you know, he's done it for a long time, but, you know, there's been – rumblings of people not happy over there rustling and all that so you know all them coaches is is one terrible season away from kind of <laughs> not you know being off the rails you know on the right. you know you know shanahan you know he's on up and up but then it's like you know he's had injuries dealt with this dealt with that then you know the, the super bowl thing is still lingering in the background so one bad season and i i told hill before like um, you know, McVeigh, this put the target on his back. You know, when you get rid of a quarterback that has won that many playoff games and, and been to a Super Bowl, he's young. And I know, you know, it's, it's, it's LA. So it's like, well, we need to win now. You know, we ain't got time to, to, to wait on young talent. He'd been in the league for five years and he had some success. He done had some bad games, but when you bring in 33 year old quarterback, that's supposed to be, that guy, mm-hmm. if if he ain't that guy, then it's either you ain't make him that guy, or he ain't that guy, or both of y'all. But it's it's, it's so the, the question is kind of tough, just because it's like right That's one true. bad season can go off you know, off the rail for any of them. But I like I like I like McVay and what he what he's doing right now. But 
I, I like what Shanahan does because even with all the injuries, they still compete over there. Like they still find a way to, to fight. It ain't like that's why he. I feel like he keeps his job because some people they have injuries like that, and then the, the, the team is a two-win team, and then you know the coach gets fired, and it's like, well, he's a good offense coach, but he find a way, right. you know, to get them get them right. So. But the thing is, where the consistency is, I know that was a tough question, but the consistency is none of y'all are sold on Cliff Kingsbury. We can go ahead and say that. Right. Not. <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. We can get that out of the way, right? As long as we can agree on right. that, absolutely I have no not. issues. Cliff is, going. Cliff is going after this year. Yeah, yeah. He he in a tough position right now. So. Well, you said something, uh, Kenny, you said something that was very touching, uh, telling, actually. You, you brought up the uh, getting rid of Jared, Jared Goff for Matt Stafford, somebody that, you know, has playoff wins, somebody that has went to the Super Bowl, Jared Goff, to somebody that doesn't have a playoff win. He only has one playoff appearance, and he said he's 33, and he also has an injury his, his history, like our guy Mark Jackson is alluding to, like, will Matt Stafford even play the entire season? Now, you can be humble or you can talk all you, you, know, all you want. It's cool. I'm personally, y'all are Super Bowl or bust. With the move, with the move that y'all made, y'all a Super Bowl the bus. How would you answer that? Is it Super Bowl the bus? I, 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 I would say that. I, I would say that's fair. As as bad as they want to try to say, Jared Goff played last year and all that. He went into Seattle with a with a hurt thumb and mm-hmm. and and won last year on on the road in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So he he's won playoff games. You know Stafford and don't get me wrong. Like Stafford is super talented, arm talent, you know, um, deep ball. Um, I think it's it's the it's the up top that that McVay probably is looking at when you got more experience in the league, you've seen more defenses, you've seen more things. So it's more things that you probably can check off at the line, whereas, you know, golf might have still been trying to learn some of that. But far as, you know, I, I think he can get it done. And I think he's super tough too. I think it's gonna have to be a real injury to get him off the field, you know. So, so as I know, <clears throat> McVay he has this offense. He designed an offense to really maximize Jared Goff's strength. So I don't one hundred percent for certainty know if we've seen the full extent of McVay's offense while under Jared Goff. But what I do want to know is, do you think you have the pieces right now around Matthew Stafford to actually maximize his talent? Because we know what he can do as far as pushing the ball down the field. Yes, we know you added Deshaun Jackson. Yes, we know you got Van Jefferson. But do you think that's enough and they're reliable enough to really get all of the potential and all of what Matt Stafford brings to this offense now? I do. I think the key for everything is 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 everybody, you know, staying healthy. I think that was the biggest issue in the fall off that people seen with Jared Goff when when he had Sammy Watkins, when he had Brandon Cooks to stretch the field, now you allow Cooper Cup and Woods to to do those, you know, crosses and get across the middle. When you don't have no deep threat and then you want to run the ball and then your best receivers are, are doing crossing routes and everything else like that, the defense can play 15 yards on down. So he struggled. He struggled trying to get the ball out quick, struggled to, to get the ball to, you know, the players. I think Deshaun Jackson is going to be, you know, we'll get there, but I think he's going to be the, you know, resurgent player of the year like I think he's gonna be that's the that's the one that you don't have to worry about because with him stretching the field like that now everything can go like it needs to go and then another one Tutu Atwell mm-hmm. is gonna be that Tavon Austin now you know 
back then we was doing the jet sweeps. We was doing all the reverses. We was doing all that. We got you get the gadgets now. The eyes is doing that. Now you worried about going deep. Now Cooper Cup and, and Woods they could work. They can get open across the middle. They could do what they need to do. Go ahead, Reece. go ahead, Reece. I got it. I got it. You you brought up someone really important to the offense, and you might he's a valuable piece because you spoke about that deep threat, and that's Deshaun Watson. Though, what do you think? He's a guy that hasn't been healthy lately. Jackson he hasn't Sorry, been Jackson. healthy himself. Deshaun yeah. Jackson, oh, excuse me, Deshaun yeah. Jackson. Djax hasn't been healthy himself, so it's kind of like, yeah. how are you gonna, how is that offense going to look if he happens to be out with Stafford? Who Stafford is known to go deep, cert with like tall guys. You know, not necessarily like a short guy, quick guy like like Jackson. So how he's doing a lot of under underneath routes opposed to like going super deep because he doesn't have a guy with that height. So how do you think your offense is gonna look with Djax and with him being out if he was to yeah. if he wanted to be injured? And see, I think I think that's all we're gonna really ask him to do is go deep. You know, like stretch the field. Like the the thing about stretching the field is like we only got the to try that two, three times a game just to make you respect it, just just so you know that he can go deep. So now that safety got to go with him. Otherwise, it's a big play on the board. So, yeah, him staying healthy I think is a big thing, but I, I don't think we're going to be asking him to 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 run across the middle, get get knocked out like that. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think we're going to ask him to do too much of that. And I think Van Jefferson's going to have a, a, a bigger year too and a bigger year going – going deep as well. He didn't get a chance to show it as much, you know, last year. But I think he if if Deshaun goes out and then Tutu Atwell, I mean I I think near mid season you're gonna see him maybe show a little bit more. I think he's young right now. I think he's learning from the perfect guy. You know, he's mm-hmm. small, D Jack small. He can learn how to get open at that size going deep. So I think give him half of the year. If D Jack does go out, you got that as a as an insurance plan, so. But it's a little bit different between D. Jack Small and Tutu Atwell Small. Like, but if I, it I, is, I, I, I do get what they're saying. <laughs> it is. If all you running is nines, I mean, my yeah. size really ain't gonna be with so much. Of course, you know. But right. while we, while while we talking about, you know, we were talking about quarterbacks and we were talking about injuries, you know, we were talking about a lot of things. Let's talk about the 49ers, sir. You know, now a lot of now a lot of fans that I talk to, I see uh, they just you know throw throw away last year. Last year was was fluke. All the yeah. injuries was it's not the real 49ers. When we're healthy, you know what we do. We go to the Super Bowl. Yep. So one key position was the quarterback. The quarterback wasn't healthy. Y'all went and got another quarterback. AJ real high on him. Trey Lance. Speak on it first off. It's two part question. Speak on the injuries. And then speak on your quarterback situation. So the injuries also fall into the reason why I picked McVay as the best coach. Shanny is an innovative innovative person on the offensive side. He has a great defensive team behind him with Salah. And now, you know, we have the new uh, defensive coordinator. I forgot his name that damn quick uh, because I'm on air. Um, yeah, it's like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you all there, you know the guy's name, and then it just comes off as. And um, D'Amico Ryan's. Yeah, D'Amico Ryan's, line former linebacker. Yeah, so we got D'Amico, and D'Amico is reportedly getting his name thrown in there for head coaching already, without even a real a regular season game. But we'll skip that. Like so he's that. had a go to your initial question. We've had a lot of injuries, and Shani's been able to 
to make something out of nothing essentially the past few years but that has begun to run out you know people have it's now not on injuries it's now on like what are you guys doing to prepare these guys to stay healthy you know i think that's the most important part and i'm extremely happy that we had no major injuries this preseason and training camp man like that was like one of the biggest blessings and i know you guys are fans too that's what everyone prays for you know there were there were a few injuries but not to the point where it was like last year there were a lot of injuries across every team every team and that including COVID. so i think this year honestly is a super bowl year for us if we're healthy if we're healthy i think we can win the super bowl I'm that confident in the defensive line mm-hmm. and with Jimmy G at quarterback. Oh, now, oh okay. People, now, people kill Jimmy G, myself too, and it's but I always say he don't he doesn't play because he's always hurt. He literally always hurt. But when he's in the game, he's shown that he can win games. I mean, I, I'm always critical of all quarterbacks I have uh on my team personally. If you guys have known me for years, I always like Quarterback is the main position I always target. I think they're supposed to carry a team, will their team to win regardless. That separates the the average ones from the great ones. So I think Jimmy has shown when he was healthy that he can lead us to wins on his arm. It didn't happen with the Super Bowl, but he, other games in the regular season, he's show, he shown that year. And from what I've been seeing and reading in training camp, he looks like he's back. I'm glad we drafted a quarterback. I wanted a different quarterback, but I'm glad we drafted a quarterback to push Jimmy and get him into like he needs to take care of himself because Jimmy's only played a few seasons. He's in, been in the league for eight years. Uh-huh. I mean, come on now. Yeah. You know, they have a lot of they have a lot of good things with, with Trey, with Trey Lance that I'm hearing. I'm hearing, you know, everything's coming out hot as far as him throwing. If you watch the games, he throws he's throwing like fastballs, you know, but uh he, move, he moves pretty good. He moves well in the pocket, things like that. So we'll see. You know, I, I, like I said, I, I was big on fields in college. I, I didn't see Trey Lance play in college at all. So I couldn't vouch for someone who I never saw play a game. 100%. But I, I saw a lot of Justin Fields in college, and I was really big on Justin. He's He looks good. <laughs> Justin Fields looks good. We're not going to get because he's not my team. But yeah. uh, So I'm, I'm, I, I, listen, if Kyle and John want Trey, I believe Trey can succeed, and I want him to push Jimmy. But I think Jimmy should start the season, okay. at least a few games, at least. Yeah. Talk to him, Major. So, so that, real quick, just just to that just to that Jimmy G point, people got to understand like it's only like four of them dudes in the league. Like I mean, it's only like four Mahomes and 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 Rogers. When you really start running down the list, I mean, you can start talking legacy acts and everything else like that. But it's only really like four of them dudes. Everybody else, they need pieces around them. They need a defense. They need a running game. They need stuff around them. So somebody like, you know, Jimmy G has won games, can win games. I mean, I mean, it, it's still up, up for debate, you know, whether, you know, Lance is going to be ready or not, if he's a better quarterback, but, you know, people be hard on some of these quarterbacks, but, you know, mm-hmm. wins matter. Cause it's only so many of them dudes that just, That's yeah, cool. I don't care what, what offense we run and I don't care what the team is doing. I got just throw, throw you on my back and then let's go. Exactly. I guess. And- and the thing that they forget is that they're like, oh, well, you know, he only threw the ball eight times. Well, if we run it for 200 yards, what do you want us to do? <laughs> right. I don't a quarterback who doesn't win with a good run game. Exactly. Like, 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 like Kate, I said, there are only a few who can win like that. Like just pure passing, you know, and even they need a run game. Mm-hmm. 100%. And that, that 
did kind of lead me into a question uh, that I wanted to ask. What is the leash that you have on Jimmy G with you having Super Bowl aspirations? I'm not saying he's going to come out and, and stink it up or anything, but as you mentioned, you ran the ball eight times. and I mean, you threw the ball eight times, but you're running over 200 yards. Having Trey Lance back there, we've seen when you have a mobile quarterback, that also enhances your run game because now it's not 10 on 11. It's like the defense literally has to guard 11 on 11. So if, you know, you come out, everything looks like you're supposed to, and you kind of still are going on some strings of losing streaks, what is that that leeway? What do you have to see to be like, you know what, it's time to give Trey a, it's time to give Trey a shot? Well, for me, to be honest, I think Kyle's lease is extremely short for for Jimmy, for Kyle Shanahan personally, because mm-hmm. he's already talking about implementing plays where they both play. Right. And Jimmy's, Jimmy's biggest thing is health and then throwing to the other team. He can Jimmy will throw to the other team and then come back the next play and the next the next drive and, and lead a touchdown winning drive. Absolutely. But it's those it's those like blatant interceptions for a guy that has been in the league so long that I think Kyle is going to be tired of. And I think that's what 49ers fans like myself will also be tired of. My, my lease is not, my leash is not too short, but it all boils down to wins, man. For Absolutely. me personally, Absolutely. even if, if he's having a, if he has a bad game, but we win the game, I'll be I'll my lease. I wouldn't be like, yo, he needs to come out. You know, I would want to see some, some packages with Trey before I can just fully say, Oh, this is the guy. Cause again, I, Trey didn't play that much, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, our schedule to start, the, the best time for him to go would be week one against Detroit, to be honest. No disrespect to Detroit. Oh, it's disrespect. Uh, no, yes, it's, it's, it's okay. You can disrespect them. <laughs> it's okay. It's Detroit. <laughs> but, you know, Detroit is in there in the rebuilding stage themselves, you know? So that would be, like, kind of the easiest role for Trey to take. And I think that's why Kyle doesn't want to do it because Trey is going to play well and then the fan base is going to be like, he needs to start. Or, and not knowing we got to go up against the freaking Rams, the Seahawks, and the Cardinals, you know, in addition to the Packers and, and, and the Bears and these these teams that have good defenses. And Jimmy has seen it all. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if we if we start off the gate one and three, then we need to take Jimmy out. Oh, yeah, I'm giving him four games. If we under 500 by week five, then we need to take him. I had a question. When is your – you, on, on top – I mean, on top of your head, pause if I have to – um. When your bye week? When is your bye week? I think it's week six or seven. Oh yeah, it's over. Yeah, yeah. It's over. yeah okay, better than be under five hundred by the bye week. That's fine. Let, let Trey get that extra week of preparation. Let them yeah. let them get them installs in. Yeah. We'll see him by where, where's the question? Somebody asked when we gonna see him. We'll see him by week seven if that's the case. <laughs> we got a technical before we have some fun. Before we have fun, I got a technical question for you, Kenny. Okay, you went from okay, you went from um, Wade Phillips. He transitioned to Brandon Staley. He did some different things than Wade. You know, that defense went to it went to another level. Obviously, you got key components of, you know, Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald. We'll have to go go in, in depth on that one. But now you have a new def- defensive coordinator. Where's your, com- where's your confidence? Because you did also lose a couple um, key pieces on defense as well. So where's your confidence in this defense? Uh, I'm still highly confident in defense. I mean – we got Raheem Morris. He's been around the league for a long time. So, uh, and I think he knows that just not mess it up. Mm-hmm. I think our defense actually is going to be 
a lot of the same scheme that we were doing. Like he's he's not coming in to try to switch a whole lot of stuff up. He's actually going to try to run pretty much what we was already running, and um, he's going to uh, probably add his own little wrinkles here and there. But mm-hmm. I think we're good. I think the pieces that we lost, we you know, we could afford to lose because we have pieces behind them. Like you know, John Johnson, great safety. Mm-hmm. We we fully loaded back there at safety. We got some we got some players that could play. Okay. You know, okay. Terrell Burgess, Taylor Rapp, you know, those mm-hmm. would be both my sleeper picks to to be, you know, step up players, you know, coming oh. in this oh, year. Yeah. Or, oh, I, well, I, I, I ain't going to jump there. But, yeah, we got, you know, for everybody that we, lo- for everybody that we lost, I mean, uh, you know, uh, Brockers was a, a big loss because he'd been with us for so long. Um, but we we brought in Sean Robinson. A year or so ago uh-huh. to, to fill that role and he got hurt now he finally lost some weight you know so hopefully he steps into that role we drafted some players down there so you know i'm not too concerned i mean if if we take a step back from number one to number five defense i mean i, I feel like we're gonna put more points on the board this year too uh-huh. so I, I don't feel like we have to be that that top three defense i feel like we still can be but I don't feel like we're gonna have to be as long as we in that top seven, you know, or whatever eight somewhere in there. I think we'll be all right. Okay. All right. So let's um. Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. What okay. Happened? I missed. <laughs> Add some spice too. Okay. So, Sorry about oh, that. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah but I know we don't have you know the Cardinals and the Seahawks representative right now, but I want y'all to rate rate the quarterbacks in this division. From one to four, or five, if you have to, because you know somebody's me. Somebody might be sharing a quarterback. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I let him go first. You know, it, this is this is based purely on football, right? Not fantasy. Yeah, Yo, no, no, definitely. Just yeah, purely real, football. real life. We got fantasy uh, coming on next at eight o'clock. By the way, there's no crying in fantasy at eight o'clock on a YouTube channel. Y'all know how it is. But yeah, go. Uh, you know, one is Russell Wilson, of course. Uh-huh. Um. Two, I might go with just purely quarterbacking. I mean, what what, 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 what are we really grading this on, though? Who's the, who's the best? Like, who are you going to take? One through Jimmy four. Jimmy G is last. Stop, stop stalling. <laughs> Jimmy G is last. Thank you. Let's get to the point. I know you want to try to fight it, but he lasts. I mean, sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to fight it, man. I'm, I'm glad to you, ain't gonna, you ain't gonna lose your fandom. Yeah, hey, he lasts. You would take every division, every quarterback in the division before you would take Jimmy G. You you ain't got. Uh, yeah. So, so I'm glad I, you said I, it. I, I, I didn't want to. Can't not call me out. All right, so to be honest, Jimmy would be last to be honest. So, for one, I would go with Russell Wilson. For two, it would be a toss up between Stafford and Kyler. I mean. It would be, it would be what I'm basing it off of if I'm basing it off of here going forward or if I'm get basing it off of the past. I mean Stafford has just been average to me, man, honestly. And Kyla hasn't really shown too much, but I think that Stafford might have shown more over his career. Absolutely. But so I might give the edge to Stafford and then go with Kyler and then after Kyla I'll go with Jimmy. Yeah. I would uh I would take Russ first right now too, just because mm-hmm. He got the he got the wins behind the play, you know. He got the wins behind the stats, you know. MVP conversation, so I mean, you gotta you gotta take that. I would I would take Stafford just based off a, a, a talent standpoint, and you know he gonna have to understand the assignment this year. It, like you said, it's 
it's, it's, it's time to win now. It ain't no more stat padding or whatever. It's mm-hmm. time to win. So I think you're going to understand the assignment. Um, I think it's a, a close second from, you know, Kyler Murray to, to, to Jimmy G. I think Kyler makes a lot more exciting plays. So it's, it's, it makes sports center more and everything else like that. But, you know, and he, he pulls out wins, um, but at the same time, he's, He's small too. He's getting it done right now. Health will be, you know, something to, to look at. And will people start to adjust to what he got going on? We'll see. And then, like I said, Jimmy G, uh, until he can stay healthy and, and, and put some games together, he got to he gotta be last on the list for me. I can, I can, I can respect and that. Trey, and then Trey, Trey Lance ain't, hasn't proven nothing yet, so he could, he could rise he could rise in in the list too, but right now he 100%. hasn't proven anything, and, and then Jimmy G just can't stay healthy. So, mm-hmm. so we got a tough come. Go ahead. So what I, what I want to know is, you know, we, we discussed the quarterbacks. We discussed the coaches. We, we have had, you know, <laughs> complete, we've completed the entire offseason. We heading into season like you know game one of, of this twenty twenty one season. Who is that under the radar person that we need to look out for on your team? It don't have to be you know based on fantasy, just a breakout player on offense or defense that you know is going to surprise a lot of people this season. Uh, I got a few, man. Honestly, uh, it's been based off of on my team. It's been based off of injuries. But one guy that I will say that they say uh, has been, like, absolutely on a tear and hard to stop is uh, Javon Kinlaw. I think he's going to have a good year. And he got damn better because we traded <laughs> a defensive player, yep. this man, who is in Indianapolis killing right now. But I've heard – I've been hearing great things about Kinlaw, man. So I think Kinlaw is going to be really good. I have another guy, but it's more so, like, something – in my head that I have like a pause, a crush on for years. So I don't want to – it's my man Jalen Hurd, man. He's coming off two years of injuries. Injuries? I, come on, man. And he just had his first game last weekend against the Raiders, uh, his first game in two years. So we'll see how that goes. He barely made the roster yeah. um, because, you know, he's been out for two years. But um, defensively, uh, I have those two, and I have my man Dre Greenlaw, um, a linebacker. Yeah. Um, Defense, I think Dre Greenlaw is going to be uh, really special for us as well. Yeah. Are we so we talking we talking sleepers? We talking breakout or, or both? Like, or could he be? Could these be known players or non-known players? We try we try to do kind of like semi-unknown guys flying under the radar. Oh, that that may right. make a big jump, right. but you know this is right. this is our this our platform. You can do what you want to do, right. my man. All right, so I I I'll do I'll do. Some on the offense to some of the – well, one on the offense, one on the defense. I, I'll say, like I mentioned before, uh, Van Jefferson, I think, is going to um, take a leap this year. Our, I think Deshaun Jackson is going to be that one that's going to break out that people ain't going to see. My bold prediction is going to be we're going to have 3,000-yard receivers, and he's going to be one of them. But, um, oh, okay. I like, I like, but yeah, I, yeah, I, that's that's what that's what it's going to be. But, but you know I'm a Texan, yeah. bro. <laughs> yeah, that's that, – that's, that's what that's what and, and I think. NFC West. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> but yeah. So, so I think Van Jefferson is, is going to take that leap on offense, and then on defense, I think that breakout is going to be 
in in the secondary. Uh, Jordan Fuller at safety mm-hmm. had a good year last year, so I think he's gonna take that next step. John Johnson, you know, has has moved on, so he's gonna he's gonna step into that role of, you know, kind of, you know, running the defense, orchestrating the defense from that from that back end. I think he's gonna embrace that role. And Darius Williams, opposite uh, corner, opposite Jalen, had a had a great year last year. He kind of get paid, so mm-hmm. I think he's going. He's bound to have a, a, a breakout. Plus the, the 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 sleeper picks that I said before from safety with with, with Terrell Burgess and, and Taylor Rapp. So I think it's going to be in the secondary on offense, and I mean on defense, and then the wide receiver core. I think is really going to step up okay. for the offense. For us. It's just crazy. It's crazy. I think for the Seahawks, they um the wide receiver that they drafted was D um D Eskridge. What's Dwayne Eskridge? Yeah, Central Michigan. Yeah, yeah. They've been, they've been, they've been dying for that third wide receiver. Like you know what DK, you know what Tyler Lockett is gonna do. That I think if he steps in, if he if he gets the opportunity to be that third wide receiver, they is gonna open up their offense. You know they're gonna run the ball, and they got you. Um, they got the coordinator from um from the Rams, right? Weldon, he was um he was on some um um yeah yeah yeah, yeah he was on the offensive staff. So I I like that I, I like that tree. Yeah. I like what they got going on. I think that he can be a breakout player for them. Uh, I I think Rondell Moore in Arizona, if he gets the opportunity, they got a lot of wide receivers. I don't know what the hell they going do. On. Mm-hmm. They got too many wide receivers, bro. Yeah. But if he gets they the opportunity. They're trying to have a little like Texas Tech, you know, the, the run and shoot yeah. five wide. As, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, this, we can say it is, this is the make or break year for uh, Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah, it better be. Absolutely. I think he's out of it. I mean, you know, I might change my quarterback pick, man, and actually put Jimmy over Kyler, man. Only reason is health. That's the only reason why I wouldn't do it. But Kyler, that that offense is so gimmicky, man. It's like you can't really see Kyler like that unless he's scrambling. He's always scrambling Mm -hmm. because they have stupid plays. So it's like, man. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, AJ. I know know you brought up Rondell Moore. Mm-hmm. I think Rondell Moore is going to be – he's going to end up being more of a, you know, kind of like a a, a gimmick player yeah. in that offense. But I do believe we might actually see a breakout from Christian Kirk. He, mm-hmm. you know, he he's, he's flown under the radar. He's never been able to truly step into that number two role. Mm-hmm. But I think now adding A.J. Green, and I think A.J. Green is healthy now. I don't think he was healthy at all last year. And he is going to come in with an understanding that I'm not coming. I'm not here to be the guy. I'm not here trying to get 100 targets. But I still am A.J. Green. So I think allowing Christian Kirk to play alongside of them in that offense that's going to throw it all around, I think this might be Christian Kirk's first 1,000-yard season. So I'm going to put him in that breakout breakout player uh, position. So you expect 2,000-yard receivers for the Cardinals? Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. So in, 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 in the NFC West, that's what you. That's you what just predicted three. Three is tough. Yeah. Two look, but, two. but look, but, but look, but look at this though. But look at this. Jared Goff had two two thousand a uh, two thousand yard receivers, and Brandon Cooks was well on his way before he got hurt that year. We we was on the way to having three that year with Brandon Cooks, Woods, and Cup. Now. Mm-hmm. I honestly think, especially with uh, with Cam Akers going down, I think we're going to probably throw just a little bit more. I mean, the Sony Michelle pickup, I think we're going we're going to give him some touches along with you know Daryl Henderson and all that. Mm-hmm. But 
I think we're going to probably run more four-wide four receivers, five-wide receivers than we've ran over the years. So I think we're going to throw the ball. So but if Jared Goff, like, if Jared Goff almost did it, you know, with, you know, I, 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 I think it could be done. Okay. And I'm not saying that it – like I said, I'm not saying that y'all won't get it done. But what I'm saying I, is – like, and Stafford throwing five thousand yards. That's my whole prediction. You heard it. You heard it here first. Five thousand yards. You got. You got three one thousand yard receivers, and the tight end gonna have another seven eight hundred. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm, we're just gonna put it out there. I, 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 I'm, I'm tired of being humble. Yeah. I'm tired of holding it back. Okay. I, I'm, I'm trying to hold it back now. Run the tape back now. We're gonna have five thousand yards, and we're gonna have three thousand yard receivers. But like we I, said, I said it. I'm sorry. I said. Like it. we said, we got mid season reviews. You know, we gonna, we, gonna, we gonna call all this back. <laughs> Yeah, you know. I love the energy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't think AJ Green is, is healthy though, AJ, to go back to what you said. He was injured in training camp also. He I think AJ Green is done pretty much. Honestly, I, I gotta see it to believe it. Yeah, of course. You're a Bengals fan, so no, you're lawyer, you I'm not I'm not I'm not calling him to say that he's gonna be the thousand yard receiver. I'm saying that he's gonna come in and be such like a, a capable number three to take pressure and allow Christian Kirk to not get the coverage that he would really get with, you know, because Larry Fitzgerald was there and, you know, Larry wasn't doing that much either, but Larry has long lost a whole bunch of steps as great as he is. So I, I do think, you know, as much as AJ has fallen off, I think he still has a little bit more as far as athleticism to offer, yeah. to make things, you know, to make things a little bit more difficult in that offense that spreads so much stuff around. Now yeah. I didn't buy into the to the Cardinals hype that they was receiving last year, but they also receiving that same amount of hype this year. You know, uh, uh, yeah. I'm only do, like if it was up to me, I wouldn't have said shit about the Cardinals. Whoa, whoa. The I, that's I'm, I'm directing. I'm directing it to the Rams. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, y'all don't fear them. I know they. I know it's a divisional game. I know Not they beat all. y'all. I, you know, it's, I, it's tough. I, I'm just saying, like outside of y'all division, like going forward, do you see them as a real viable threat? Per, me personally, for my team, I fear them. Yeah. But like for like them making noise outside of my team, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think so. And, and, but I, I think it's coaching though. It's not the team. I think it's coaching. Correct. We get we get them fired. You know, we get them fired. Yeah. What about you, Kenny? We we blow them out every time we play them <laughs> Humb- humbly. You know, yeah, like I said, any any you know injuries, anything can happen on any given Sunday. You know, we've seen the movie. But uh, as of right now, how they how they how they built right now with the coaching and everything and with what we got going on, I think we just, we just get them too many problems right now. So who knows what happens in the future and we got to, you got to play the games, the games, you can't just mark it up on paper, but I don't have any fear of them right now. Okay. What about the Seahawks? The Seahawks is always a battle. I mean, every time we play the Seahawks and every time we play the 49ers, it's all, it's, it's always a battle. I don't, I don't fear any team that we have to play, I think everybody on the schedule that we have to play, we 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 can match up with. We can beat. It's not no one that I look on the schedule and go, "Oh, that's a loss." But you know, I definitely respect our opponents, and I think Seattle. Seattle is a tough place to play, in. and we got we got fans back in the stands now. So that yeah. element is that that element is 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 back into it. So I think. Uh, that's always a, a tough battle, and for whatever reason, us in the 49ers, is it's always, it's always a, a, a tough battle. We got to find a way to get over that hump. So, yeah. for for me with the Seahawks, I think I mean 
could never doubt Russell, man. So I think they're always going to be in contention. I do. He's a guy that wills his team to win a lot. Um, no, no offensive line, struggling defense. He still comes back and wills his team to win, man. And then you got, you know, he got the additions of DK and Lockett. Uh, I think they both went over a thousand yards last season as well. Uh-huh. Um, so those, that's a scary duo, man. It's, it's when they got Chris Carson in the background. Um, they did some stuff for the offensive line to help give him some help after he talked about possibly wanting to leave. So the Seahawks year after year, man. I mean, this is since Russell was t- taken over. You you can never count them out. Yeah. So right. for me personally, yeah. All right, you know we extended y'all time. I apologize if you know we went a little longer than what we requested. We requested y'all, but y'all brought the energy. Y'all brought the energy. This is fine. Yeah, fun, definitely. You know, we got to run yeah. it back. You know, we got mid-season review. We got to make sure, you know, Matt Stafford is on pace. We got to make sure Jimmy G still healthy because if not. Are still playing. Say area. <laughs> <laughs> but I appreciate oh, y'all. Yeah. Um, let, let people know where they can find y'all and plug everything that y'all got going on. You can go. Go, K-Dot. Uh, just K-Dot 757 on IG. That's it, you know. I stay low key, so I stay out the way. So that's it. Yeah, I'm at uh Reef at Reef Ledger, like Heath Ledger, R E E F L E D G E R on Instagram. Uh, you can also follow Official Deer Summer Barbecue uh, on Instagram as well. Throw a dope uh, event. So summertime. Thanks, guys. Thank you guys for having us. Uh, this is a very dope experience, man. Thank you guys for bringing us home. Cannon, we missed you, man. Next time. Yes, absolutely, sir. Absolutely. Um, so. We're going to get you guys out of here, but we definitely appreciate y'all coming on to talk about the second best division in football. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I get the last word. That's it's my you did it show. You God did it on purpose. <laughs> Look. Oh, man. We got a, we got a couple more. We got we got a little bit of time left. We got about 15 minutes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. We got about 15 minutes. Something happened today. Nah, we going to get to that. All right. We got some time. All right, go ahead. We got to talk about Bishop Sycamore, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, bro, I have never seen, oh, like, this this Bishop Sycamore, bro, I swear, I swear to you not, because it was Saturday, you know, it was week zero of college football. You know I'm a big college football fan. And mm-hmm. so I turn on the TV, I watch college game day, and then I'm, I'm seeing, like, okay, Next is high school football, IMG Academy and Bishop Sycamore. And I'm like, okay, cool. I've always wanted, I wanted to see IMG because AJ Duffy coming to Florida State. So I'm trying to see how my boy going to look. <laughs> and so I'm watching the game and they're like, yeah, Bishop Sycamore out of Ohio. I'm like, what? Because we got a Sycamore in uh, Cincinnati and they were in my high school's like conference. Sycamore Aviators, green and yellow. So I'm like, Bishop Sycamore. Out of what? Where they from? Dayton? I don't, <laughs> I don't know no good team like because I know the I know the good teams out of Ohio. You got Saint Ed, Saint X, Elder, Colerain, uh, Trotwood, Madison. All like I know I know all the like I know all of the good teams out of like Ohio. So I'm like, okay, we got a Sycamore. Sycamore ain't getting no TV games. Mm-hmm. Bishop Sycamore. They ain't in one of the Catholic leagues. How do, who is this? They ain't got no decal on their helmet. Who are they? Like, I'm searching. I can't find shit. <laughs> I'm like, then they start getting blowed out. I'm like, 
So are they a division? Like, like, cause we, like, cause you know, like in Texas they do, you know, five A, six A, yeah. and stuff like that. We do ours kind of like college divisions, like where Division One are the best high schools in the state. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, if they play in IG, I- IMG, they not no Division One school, cause if you go play IMG, you a Division One school. But mm-hmm. Bishop Sycamore, I've never heard of you, bro. And then as them touchdowns start ringing off, and I start seeing them boys playing, I'm like, who the like who are these dudes? Bro, they had different color face masks. Like you said, they didn't have no decap. But how did how did they skip the protocol to get there? It's really what I really want to know. Like, and, and how did that happen? And here's my thing: like, I don't like Bishop Sycamore. The whoever's in charge, I actually don't blame them because I believe they just sent it in. Like, hey, let's get on TV. They didn't but, think they didn't think that they was gonna call them. They really called who had yo, somebody at ESPN gotta get fired. Cause what type of due diligence easy. did you do to easy. allow this to nothing. happen? You didn't do nothing. Like you didn't like, bro, you didn't get like you didn't do no Googles. This is fireable offense. This is oh, one hundred percent. Like because like, literally oh like they were saying, yeah, we've like we got we've got, you know, D, we've put D one recruits out there, we've had, you know, this amount of ESPN, you know, three hundred players. Bro. I be like, I go on ESPN 300 sometimes and just look, oh, who from Ohio coming out that I can keep an eye on and see where they mm-hmm. go? Nobody did that at that whole operation. Nobody did that. Like you said, you couldn't do it for one, why you say one player? That's the thing I don't understand. I, I just didn't understand. Like, that's a fireball offense for one. And that, and trust me, I already sent our resume. We're trying to get on ESPN. Oh, 100%. If that's, if that's the case, if that's the case, you should see us on Get Up something. Yeah, ESPN if, if, 3. If that's what they're doing, we, we definitely going to do something more than that. You know what I'm saying? We could do something like that. But yeah. it's funny though, but it, they put it in the group that the head coach, he thought I was coaching. <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't you know, you know how one of them jokes that you it's get just, the notification, you see the joke, it's like, all right, hold on, man. Like, is it gonna be funny or am I about to be mad? And then I seen him I'm like, all right. That's the one that could have been me. That could that could have been me. Yeah, no, nah, that 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 one hit. That one hit. Hey, look. <laughs> Mark, guess yo, we fact check like in Facebook, like we definitely do way more fact check and we definitely do way more calling out than ESPN did. Cause bro, like I li- like just like all jokes aside, there's no way that that should have happened at all. Because this game wasn't something that was just put on yesterday. This mm-hmm. wasn't this wasn't a last minute thing. You you know what I'm saying? So. As like things are going on, you can't tell me. Somebody was like, "Hey, has anybody from Bishop Sycamore made a commitment yet? Anybody from Bishop Sycamore got any new offers yet? Anything that we can plug and promo for this game as we're like, you know, getting closer? Nothing. Cause like, bro, high school football is you don't just get on TV like." You got to be one of them ones to be on TV. Yeah, like my high school, like my high school used to play some of those games on TV. I remember we played um, Hoover from uh, I think it was what two a days on MTV or whatever. But you just said y'all was one of them ones. Yeah, so- we were one of the best teams in the like we were like ranked in the top twenty five in the country at the time. We get this is it, bro. Like you, they, did. <laughs> <laughs> they too busy firing Rachel Nichols. Mark Jackson on fire. They, 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 hey, Mark, hey you. 
look, you, you you got the MVP trophy so far this episode, bro. But like, nah, it's all facts. Like, how? Did, like, there's there. Like, you didn't check the you know the the USA Today top twenty five national poll. You didn't check the Midwest regional poll. You didn't check the Ohio High School Athletic Association football poll to see the best teams in Ohio. You just said, "Cool, they good. They send the they send the application in. We we can go." Yeah, hey, look, you know they they saw they 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 saw Bishop and they're just like, "Hey, okay, you know they they got to be good." Bishop, that that sounds like a Catholic school. Yeah, all right, we got about how much time left? We got for before they start. Cam. Uh, your boy. Yeah. Now, hold on. Before we start this, can I gloat or no. I shouldn't be able to gloat? Talk your shit, man. You know. Now, I said last well, last off season that I didn't think that he was going to get another job. Of course. Put out, put out a lot of bad film. You know, when you put out bad film, you know, they... They remember you know, they, and they, certain people, they're not going to... Continue to give you that opportunity. I get it. Now, I conceded. Once he got signed, he got signed. I'm like, okay, he got another chance. You know, had a COVID offseason last year. You know, got COVID during the season. Wasn't getting, got, didn't get a fair shot. You know, let's give him another year. Let's see it again. And cool, I conceded. Because I told y'all, like, I want to be wrong. Right. I'm rooting for Cam. Right, right. <sighs> but, you know he didn't mess up, right? No, it messed up, right? And the sad thing about it is that we were seeing the clips from, you know, from practice. You know, preseason was was looking good. He was looking like, okay, we can see some things. And we were really optimistic about certain things that the Patriots were going to do. Didn't, you know, we didn't really think that they were going to get back to their winning ways of a Super Bowl team. But we thought it was going to be back to competitive. competitive. Yeah, competent Patriot football. And they're going to make some noise. Now... He, you know, he made a he made a terrible decision. He made it not terrible decision. He made a questionable decision. I'm gonna say that. He made a questionable decision. He he made a decision in line with some of the things that Cam has been doing as far as his decisions. You know, as far as Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of people, you know, get all types of like in the NFL, they get all types of cortisone shots, take all types of pills, take all types of painkillers, whatever the case may be, to play football. But they declined the vaccine, a la Cole Beasley. Mm-hmm. Cam ain't one of those guys, though. Cam's always been kind of one of those guys, like, I'm going to thug this out. Mm-hmm. That's one of the reasons why people talk about Cam's throwing motion, because with those shoulder injuries, Cam was thugging it out, playing through it, and still being a running back while, you know, leading a team. And then let's not forget he broke his back in a car accident and still came to play. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I think it was par for the course for Cam, but also that was one of those decisions that could cost you your job. And I think maybe another organization, it may not have costed him his job, but New England for certain it was going to cost him his job. I don't I don't think it. I think it would have been the same thing in any other organization, and I, and the reason why I say this is because vast majority of these coaches are on on board with they wanting their players to get vaccinated right. because in their mind it's a football decision. 
it's not. They're making a, they're making a, a football. Decision, yeah. yeah, they're not talking about none of the, you know, they're not thinking about none of the health. Like you said, you are taking a whole bunch of cortisone shots and all this other stuff, like other negative stuff to put in your body. Like, come on, get these vaccines and we go on with the season. That's how a lot of these coaches are thinking, and some may actually be pro-vax, and you know, it is what it is. But I'm not telling nobody to do nothing. I'm not being telling them. I'm not advocating to go get the vac- vaccine. I'm not telling nobody to get it. Not get it, not do that. Make the decision that you want to make. But the NFL has made it clear that you have a competitive advantage to other teams if you're vaccinated versus 100%. the slave that's not vaccinated. And and the reason the reason why I said other organizations it may not have done that because like Kirk Cousins has been very outspoken. He's not vaccinated. But also we have to follow the money. Cam Newton was getting five million dollars as a quarterback. Mm-hmm. He getting paid like Case Keenum and uh, like you know yeah. guys down in, on that level. So yeah, he I think he li- I think he looked pretty good in you know camp and he showed flashes of potentially having some remnants of who the guy you know we thought he once was in there. Mm-hmm. But when you have a rookie who's showing some promise as well. And even if you outperformed him, it wasn't like exponentially. For you to not get vaccinated, you had to come out and look like MVP Cam. But even still, even even with him not being vaccinated, it was the fact that this is what I'm this is what I'm saying to players that that are not vaccinated. Cool, you don't want to get the vaccine. I understand. Cool, you're making your own decision. I'm not mad at you. Do it. Do what you do what you feel. But you also can't put yourself in harm's way. Right. Like you have to be on point. You have to be matter of fact, be extra on point over somebody that even vaccinated. Now you right. say I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not talking about the pros and cons of getting in the vaccine. I'm talking about the protocol. Absolutely. And the fact that you slipped up. Yeah. You made it you made 100%. it you made it you made a decision. You gave them an out. You gave them an out. Like you said, Matt Jones wasn't playing way better than you. Like you said, you was playing good. You could have started off the season and like you said with a short leash, you know. Right. Like I said, depending on the record, who who was to know where Matt Jones would have played. But like I said, you could have started this season as a starting quarterback. You gave them an out. You gave them an out, and they took it. And they you took made the and they you. Like the whole off season, you like you were making the decision tough. Mm-hmm. You were making them. It's a reason why there was like a, a starting quarterback wasn't named because it really was a close competition. Yeah, Cam was really making it tough, and. As soon as that happened, first off, you miss five days. So now, Mac gets to get these reps, mm-hmm. and the, like the most important thing for a young quarterback coming into the league is getting those reps. Mm-hmm. So now he's getting those reps, and now also they're not seeing you. Mm-hmm. And so if if they're seeing that things can still function somewhat without you, we don't need you. But the thing is, though, that's what they—that's what I naturally want to do. Yeah. Like Josh McDaniels, like you said, him and him and the Cam marriage was wasn't a good fit anyway. Now they was making things work. They was giving some, they was altering the playbook for Cam's strengths, you know. But Matt Jones is the type of quarterback that Belichick and Josh McDaniels are accustomed to. This is the offense that he wants to run. This is the play calls that he want to run. This is this is what he wanted to do. This is natural. For them, like right. you said, you just gave them an out to do something that they already really wanted to do. Absolutely. 
and that's why I say like I'm I, I wanted Cam to succeed mm -hmm. I wanted him to work but you know this is a different type of NFL right now like you said going through with these protocols and stuff mm -hmm. so the guys that I don't want to call Cam a back of the roster guy because that's not true. No. But when you follow the money, he's getting paid like a back of the roster guy. And when you're a back of the roster guy, you are expendable. Like Urban Meyer even came out and said it today. Vaccine, like vaccine, vaccination status does come into play when you're determining cuts. Mm -hmm. And when we're not fighting like when we're not financially tied to you, Okay, yeah. we can cut you. We just we spent a like we spent a first round pick on Mac Jones, so he wasn't going nowhere. Yeah. So it's like okay, well, we gonna ride with him, and it's not, and they feel like he's not terrible. He wasn't like one of those guys where we felt we need to sit him for two years and be a project. No, like you would be cool if he didn't start right away, but if he starts right away, we'll just tailor the offense to his strengths. Which we've seen Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels do before, because I've seen mm -hmm. Josh McDaniels take Tim Tebow and build an offense around him before. As much as it didn't look pretty, it's, mm -hmm. it it went from I believe Kyle Lorton to Tim Tebow, and they changed some shit. So mm -hmm. that's one thing I know that they will do is they will change to sh the shit to what works for you. I so. think uh, I think that. Even not even his vaccination status was. I mean, I know that might have been the number what? one Trump card to get him up out of there, but I um, also think that Cam is not a backup. You cannot put Cam Newton, the, 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 the Cam Newton that he thinks he is, that the we that we hold him high. Most people, you cannot, he's not a backup. Yeah, he don't bring you don't bring him in to be a backup to no, no, to, I don't see him being a backup nowhere. Check, like for me, it's like. He's going to have to go somewhere where there is questions. And I still don't know if they're like no team right now really believes that there's, you know, quote unquote questions unless maybe Houston. <laughs> but this is my thing. Where where are the questions for these teams? They answered the question with the draft. Exactly. Every team that had a quarterback question, they went and drafted a quarterback. Well, and, and even still, I think there's some teams that still have a quarterback in question, but they don't believe they necessarily have a quarterback in question because like for me i'd say check denver but they don't feel like they have a quarterback in question because they feel like their competition was teddy bridgewater and drew lock so mm -hmm. why bring a cam in i believe carolina has quarterback questions but they feel like we've invested in sam Darnold. he's a former you know you know early pick in the in, in the nfl so he has talent and we have joe brady let's see what we can do and make it work I don't really see where else there is for him to go, to be quite honest. Exactly. Like you said, like we got a couple comments that saying teams need backup. We know a lot of teams that need a quality backup. That's that's never that's not the debate. Like I said, hell, my team needs a quality backup. My but team I needs know a quality for, backup. Exactly. We could just name almost thirty two teams that actually need a quality backup, but we're no for that. Baltimore. I, he can go to Baltimore and take up uh, like he can like you can literally rattle down almost it's almost like I don't want to necessarily make this comparison, but it's kind of like cap where it's like you not. Like, that was the comparison I was going to make, yeah, but I don't want to. It's like you don't want to bring him in as a backup because he feels like he's a starter. Shit, Ryan Fitzpatrick, you know, he 
he felt hurt because he lost his job to Tua because he's like he felt like I'm still a starter and it's just like hey bro like at some point you have to like you see what how Andy Dalton talking you see how some of these guys who have been starters in the league are still mm-hmm. like it takes a certain kind of mind to be like yeah I'm gonna come in and I'm just gonna be a backup like ain't too many Josh McCowns out there that's just yeah. saying I'm gonna come in and I'm gonna hold the clipboard and that's it. My thing about the the cap situation is I think cap that w- he would have came in and been a, a willing backup. He just wanted to get back in the league. I understand that he wanted to. I don't think the media would have allowed that to be a, a, a smooth situation. But how they but how they discussed him. Yeah. So the same thing I, I don't think the same thing about same thing about Cam. He can't go no it's no team that you can bring him in as a backup and and, and they quarterback can't do nothing. Bro, miss a snap. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Prime example, Mark Jackson got this got this comment up right here. Atlanta. Great story. He's from Atlanta, go home, you know, blah, blah, blah. Matt Ryan is still a better quarterback than Cam Newton right now. But let Matt Ryan throw a pick. One pick. Who are they gonna be calling for? No, that's a that's that's a terrible situation for your team. And especially with where Matt Ryan is in his career. Because the the place that Matt Ryan is in his career he on his way out anyway so it's just like he he's still your starter but you know you want like you want Matt Ryan to finish the season you want Matt Ryan to sleep like because Matt Ryan wasn't trash last year yeah. but he thought like you said one bad game here hey let's see what Cam got Cam Younger Cam this Cam that can we reset, can a, we salvage Cam and he's friendly you know the players like him you know what I'm saying is it going to be a rally and cry about you know it's just a, a, it's going to ruin the dynamic of your team to bring him in now okay if injuries happen to a starting quarterback, I can see him yeah. try to, you know, they they bring him in. But the thing about it is, he's not vaccinated, bro. So like, it's gonna take you forever to bring him in. Right. <laughs> like, no, even if he not, if he's not vaccinated, it's over for him. Yeah, one hundred percent. You know, but I, if he wants, if he wants another job, he gonna have to get this vaccinated. You have to get vaccinated tomorrow. You know what I, I want? Like, if I could see like a mid-season hard knocks. You know where I want Cam to go? If I can get like a mid-season hard knocks. You mean all or nothing? <laughs> what, yeah, sure. That. Oh, that, that shit, that's the shit on Showtime, right? Uh, It's on Amazon Prime. Amazon, yeah. yeah. If I can get an in-season all or nothing, I would want Cam to go to the Colts. Him and Carson <laughs> Wentz in the same locker room, boy. Him you trying to saying? take him trying to take his job. Carson Wentz nervous, not trying to get hurt, nothing. Man, listen. Them, pra- them practices would be intense. But the thing about that's another quarter. He's not Carson Wentz not vaccinated. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? So it's like we're not about to bring but so many non-vaccinated quarterbacks up in this room. Like we can't do but so much. Like you said, and you know what's funny? Thing. I can't have both of y'all in the same room at the same time because y'all both gonna end up in protocol. And that's what I'm saying. Like I don't understand some of these players. I, I get some of these players that, you know, they feel some type of way about getting the vaccine. But like I said, it's a football thing in, in my in my mind for some of these players. And like you say, the best thing to do, make a sacrifice and go go smooth about your business. If you don't want to do that, then cool. I, I can't tell you to do otherwise. But I can also see you getting shunned out and, and then making the case. Because, I mean, this is, the, this is the NFL. Regardless. This is life. Like, they going to replace you. They've done it since its inception. Like, they, they're like, okay, yeah, you, you, you were good. 
but mm -hmm. we'll just get somebody else good in here. Yep. It may take us a while, but we'll do it. See ya. And it doesn't help that you put out bad film. You feel what I'm saying? You put out bad film, it's how 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 much are we really going to vouch for you? You know what I'm saying? And 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 before we before we wrap up, everybody keep bringing up okay the Texans. Why? They do have Tyrod Taylor there, like. And they they, want, they want they need to be bad. And they want to be bad. They have they have Tyrod Taylor there. They dra and they drafted the quarterback Davis Mills. So what do I what am I bringing Cam in there to do? What we gonna let Tyrod Taylor and Davis Mills take these lumps? Get this number mm -hmm. one overall pick. Get Spencer Rattler, Sam Howe, or you know one of like one of these guys, and see where we go. David Cully, you got two years, bro. <laughs> Good. They gonna like like I said, David Cully took this job to get that check because he probably will never be a head coach again. So you gonna get this head coach? He said, look, hey, mm -hmm. I'm gonna hit this lick. I'm gonna go back to being a uh, position coach. Maybe mm -hmm. I get a coordinator job, whatever the case may be. But I'm gonna get this head coach money. And so, it is what it is, bro. Like, they gonna be trash. We know they tanking. Why fuck up your tank with Cam? Even if he, even if Cam ain't, you know, 100% Cam, he gonna get you a win or two. And that win or two might fuck up your draft spot. Are you kidding? Just hating. Just hating. Gonna be mad. We are at the 110 mark, sir. And on top of that, she's fresh from vacation. She's happy. So. She in a good mood. You know what I'm saying? She can't wait to, you know what I'm saying, mess with us. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. But on that note, you know y'all can catch us on all major podcast platforms, Three Man Weave, Instagram, Twitter, Three Man Weave underscore. You can email us at podcast.3.man.weave at gmail.com. We also on um, Twitch and uh, TikTok. You know what's funny? We're about to wrap it up. Should we... uh? Repost your trade, your Ben Simmons trades. <laughs> he don't deserve that. He don't deserve that. He don't deserve our time. Should we, we make some new ones? We, yeah, we, we, we should have we made some new ones because guess what? They, if Had they listened to me three years ago, who knows? They might have a championship. Cannon always listen to us now. No, nah, that's you. Oh, yeah. Listen to me listen now. To us now. me later on. Hey, I'm here. AJ Cannon be back next week we out
don't know, nigga. You can send your best man, you gon' lose your best hitter. What the fuck is that? What the fuck is that? That's how I step on, nigga. Shit like cred, daddy, we ain't a turn no pet rally Won't come outside, he scared, probably He deeper than a fucking party, that don't matter Cause I'm gon' spray this bitch out of everybody I'm not a bitch, I do magic Turn his whip into a bat Take his life, he shouldn't have had I'm cool, it's not just like my dad I need a rule, she kinda sad She let her go, she let you have it Play you late, you try, you die I'm cold as hell, but let off fire Please don't try, cause you gon' die And I don't wanna see your mama cry Who won't smoke with me? Who won't smoke with me? Who won't smoke with me? Nigga, who won't smoke with me?